Welcome to the No Season 2 Podcast. I'm your pal, George, with my good pal, Megan, and we're talking about my so-called life. Episode 10, Other People's Mothers. A lot to unpack with this episode. Before we get into that, because we got a lot of things to talk about here. Megan, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, it's August somehow. It really just like careened into August and the back to school commercials are like upsetting me. That's very triggering. <laughs> oh, right. I-, I saw one the other day and I was like, uh, it was uh, a famous women's basketball player. She's in college, Angel Reese. And she's in like in a back school. I'm like, oh man, I forgot. Uh, I have nightmares about going back to school because I was a terrible student. So I see people posting like that I'm friends with on Facebook and they're like, oh, first day of school for their kids. And I'm like, already? (laughs) Yeah. What kind of like fever dream are we living in where people go back to school like August 1st? I'm so old that I have friends who are going back to school who in a couple of years, they'll be going to college. (laughs) The years have have, uh, have gone away from me. (laughs) <laughs> there was some, I was like I was I'm gonna be 28 forever living in New York City blah blah blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then one morning you wake up and you can't move because your back hurts <laughs> yeah, yeah I've stayed out drinking the past two nights until five and now I'm wondering what does this all mean like what is wrong with me well, I mean we could get into it but <laughs> it's a different podcast <laughs> there's a lot of things that like that's that's parallels to those two two podcasts and this episode that we're about to talk about. Other people's mothers. Yes. I've got nothing to report. I saw Oppenheimer. Right. You were going to see, you were on your way to that last week. How was it? If you get past three hours of white people talking, it's actually pretty good. Mm. But you have to get past that. There's a lot of white people talking. Nobody's, nobody's interested in what we have to say. Yeah. (laughs) No, a lot of white dudes just like talking and talking. Women weren't allowed to do anything back then. (laughs) 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 So that's, that's why. It's just a bunch of men talking. I am a I am a uh, Florence Pugh and Emily Blunt season ticket holder, so it's nice to see the two in a minute. <laughs> I, I do love me some Florence Pugh. Really? Yo, yeah, Florence Pugh and I, I love me some Emily Blunt. I think I just like white English women. I just like I just like the way they talk. Mm. I like Emily Blunt. I'm struggling to know if I've seen a movie with Florence Pugh in it. I know she did what? in Zach Braff. Oh, Barf. and that was a little age inappropriate for me. <laughs> he stinks. Leave this in the podcast, Zach Braff. I think you stink. I think you're gonna be stink. <laughs> I think that you should date someone more your own age. That's Zach Braff. That's my. <laughs> I saw. I've actually seen him in person. He's a celebrity signing. I think he's been pulled back a few times. Like facelift. Pulled yeah, back. I, I think. I think his skin's looking a little, little tight. Skin's looking a little tight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe he didn't get a good referral for a plastic surgeon. Did people watch Scrubs? Did you watch Scrubs? Um, I've seen episodes and yeah, I've seen episodes. <laughs> I don't I, I watch Scrubs. I don't fuck with Scrubs. So thanks. I couldn't. Are you a Garden State stan? I've never be, be seen honest. it. I've never, never seen, seen I've never seen Garden State. What? It's one of those things where people talked about it so much that it completely turned me off <laughs> to see it. And I was already not into, you know, Zach Brown. I've seen Garden State a couple of times. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard's in it. I love Peter Sarsgaard because he's mm. like, he looks like super creepy. He's married to Maggie John. Huh? He is, yeah. I've seen, I've him seen, in, I've, I've seen them in Park Slope. Yeah. Walk around. He, he, looks, he looks mad creepy. Yeah. <laughs> He looks fine. He looks he looks mad creepy, yo. I was like, yo, my man, you, you look you look fucking creepy, dog. But uh security, no, 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 no. called security. <laughs> 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 so 
such a weird way to weird way to go. But I, I saw Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is very good. It's very long. Very mm-hmm. long. Uh, some old people came in 20 minutes after the movie started wondering where their seat was. I thought that was a little odd. <laughs> Do they? I was going to say, like, is there an intermission in this, like, three no, hours? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, This is just not to get down to the movie theaters. Uh, so I was a little annoyed that they stood right in front of me. You're sitting in our seats. I was like, I'm actually not because I got here on time and you didn't. So, and also there's two of y'all and there's one of me. So how could I be sitting in both of y'all seats? But She's going to sit on his lap. Yeah, it is, it is what it is. And then I saw Midnight Run, the movie that's over my right shoulder. So that was my double feature, Oppenheimer to Midnight Run. At the Midnight same theater? No, I saw Midnight Run at uh, Metrograph. Or, okay. They just hold movies there. So you Run spent like five hours? I did, the- yes. <laughs> yes. And several hundred dollars. I used to do double features at the Cobble Hill Theater where... It was a two for one for me. Yeah. I would plan when the next movie was showing and I wouldn't pay for that second film. <laughs> <laughs> and one Jesus. time I brought my own snacks and the guy oh like, but it was like the like smart food popcorn and like a seltzer. And I think the guy who checked my bag felt really bad for me and was like, you could just take this. In. <laughs> like this, this snack is so pathetic that we're not going to like confiscate this from you. So, well, that's ridiculous. Mm. So I'm glad that like uh, we got out of, that, out of the way. I've got a full day today. I'm excited about this episode of podcasting. Episode 10, which is called Other People's Mother, original air date, November 3rd, 1994. Megan, lots to unpack. I'm going to give a little, some production notes here. This episode is directed by Claudia Wheel. It's the only episode directed by by her. She uh, directed a movie called Girlfriends in 1978. Hmm. Uh, and it was kind of like the girls of this day. Uh, it was selected for uh, preservation in the, for the Natural Film Registry by the Library, Library of Congress in 2019. It's like, she was like a Greta Gerwig. Yeah, okay. In, in the 70s. Like, she only directed one of the feature. She had like a, a Me Too moment in the 70s, direct, stopped directing feature. Mm. She's directed this episode. She directed an episode, The Aforementioned Girls. This episode is written by uh, Richard Kramer wrote episodes for 30-something uh, My So-Called Life. Not this sacred, once again, Chris folk in Tales of the City. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot going on in this episode, I do have to ask you right from the jump, is this a good episode of TV? I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was a good episode of TV in general, but I thought this was one of the better episodes of My So-Called Life that we've watched so far. Because the last, like, I don't know, three or four have been negrate for me so the last couple of like lean into the fact that it's like it's a tv show written by adults about yes. adults with children this episode is definitely an episode written by adults for teenagers mm-hmm. let's get away to segue into the synopsis so why don't you go ahead with the synopsis just uh in advance this episode is about teenage drinking and drugs so we're not laughing at the problem of of drinking and doing drugs to start, Ricky, Rayanne, and Angela are raiding the fridge at the Chase house. Rayanne, of course, takes a beer out of the fridge. And when they're walking to Angela's room, she gives it to Ricky to hold on to. And then, uh, of course, right at that moment, Patty comes home um, and sees him holding the beer. So, of course, she thinks that Ricky is drinking because Rayanne obviously would not speak up and say that, that it's her beer because that is the type of person that... Rayan is, as we all know. So the next day, the three of them are at Rayan's house, which I think is just an apartment, right? It's hard. It's hard to figure that part out because I wasn't sure what kind of place it was. 
I think it's an apartment because there's like a buzzer The three of them are at Rayanne's house. And I think that this is the first time that Angela has been over there, apparently, after six months of friendship. She's finally going over to Rand's house. Rand's mom, Amber, who we've met before, is there drinking a frozen margarita at roughly 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Rand gets a card from her estranged father, I think, um, and it contains $170. Amber pulls out some tarot cards, and Angela thinks that she is obviously so much cooler than Patty. Patty has to come pick Angela up because their grandmother is at the house and they're supposed to have dinner together. And the look on Patty's face when she walks into that apartment and sees all those beaded curtains <laughs> from the ceiling is priceless. It is probably the same look that I would have on my face if I was going to pick up my child in what looked like a place that sold bongs. <laughs> so, a head shop. <laughs> side note here is that Patty's dad is in the hospital again, I think getting tests. Um, and her mother, they're supposed to have a 45th year anniversary party for her parents at a fondue restaurant. But since the dad, the grandfather's in the hospital, they decide to, well, her mother... Angela's grandmother decides that they should have the party at the Chase house. So the next scene is we see Rayanne and Ricky in the bathroom and Rayanne is drunk, of course, during early morning afternoon school. And she's talking about how she's going to give the money away that she got from her dad. Ricky says that she should treat herself to some new makeup or a leather jacket. And Rayanne interprets that as that she should throw a party at her house. And this party happens to be on the same night that the 45th anniversary party for Angela's grandparents is happening. We then get a montage of a drunken Rayanne procuring supplies for her party and inviting people, much to the horror, I think, of Ricky and Sharon, who are looking on at this. So Angela and Ricky help Rayanne set up for her party. And then Amber says, as she's leaving, I know there will be drinking, but I'd rather you do it under my roof, which are, I think, every adult's biggest last words for this type mm -hmm. of scenario. Mm -hmm. So Angela is obviously supposed to be at her grandparents' party. The grandfather ends up not coming to this party because he doesn't like parties. <laughs> cool. Angela is supposed to stay, but she tells Patty that she is going to go to Rand's. Instead, a little squabble ensues, and Patty finally admits that she does not like Rand and doesn't think that she's a good friend for Angela. Angela goes to this party anyway at Rand's, and the party is out of control. There's a lot of people in that small living space. Um, Ricky is trying to keep an eye on Rand while she's mixing alcohol, beer, whiskey with ecstasy, which stick to one, I would say, right? If you're going to drink, drink. If you're going to do ecstasy, do ecstasy, but please don't mix them. Amber, Rayanne's mom, comes home and is livid and kicks people out of her house, but she seems more upset that she might be late for her date with Rusty versus her daughter on the verge of like alcohol poisoning, <laughs> overdosing. Yeah. She leaves. She just leaves her daughter there. And Ricky and Angela are there. They take her to the bathroom. 
They're not really sure what to do. Angela ends up calling Patty. Patty shows up and takes charge. Has Ricky tell her like what she was drinking? Like, did she take any drugs? She calls an ambulance. They end up at the hospital and Rianne has to get her stomach pumped. And then Patty also realizes that Ricky wasn't the one drinking the beer at her house, Mm -hmm. obviously. And then Amber shows up to the hospital and kind of, I would say, makes the situation about her a little bit. I mean, she's like upset, but I feel like she's more upset for herself than her daughter. So then Patty ends up taking Ricky and Angela back to their house for the, I don't know, this party that's still going on. Patty and Angela have a moment in the car where Patty explains that she had a roommate in college that was like Rayanne, except this roommate ended up dead. Patty cries in the car alone before going back into the house. And in the end, we end with a voiceover by Angela sort of comparing people to the different versions of tarot cards. That was fantastic. Thank you, Megan. There, so you thought this was a good episode of television. I thought it was, I mean, I knew this was coming. This is one of the episodes that sticks out of my mind from when I was watching it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And this episode was a banger. Now I'm an adult. Some of the overacting, I kind of kind of got a little bit on my nerves. Also, mm. like... Um, like who's overacted? Like Raya? I, yes. Okay. Uh, it seemed fine in like 1994, but now yes. I'm like, ugh. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> But also, I'd be fucking annoyed. If I was friends with Rihanna, I'd be fucking annoyed with her anyway. So, like... Yeah. Like, I was like, I, can't, I was like, why, why are you doing this? Just, just yeah. like, I thought the episode... This is the best episode we've had in probably about four or five weeks. Yeah. Week. Yeah. I, I would probably put a be, behind the gun episode. The gun mm-hmm. episode, I think, is the, the best episode of the series so far. So far, yeah. This might be like maybe two notches below. Is it better than the past few? Much better. Yeah, because we've got a parents heavy like stuff in the, the past few episodes. One of the things I tried to put in this episode that I, I'm, I'm going to ask you, this episode was a, a lot about the relationship between daughters and mothers. Mm-hmm. Whether it was uh, Patty's mom and her relationship, or Amber's yeah. mom with Rayanne's relationship, or even Patty's mom with Rayanne. Do you think they did a good job of doing telling those kinds of stories? I do think they did a good job telling those kinds of stories. And I also think I didn't really have like this kind of issue where I thought like somebody's mom was like so much cooler than my mom. I didn't really like care. <laughs> to me, it was like whatever. But I do understand that feeling of you think that someone else's parent is like so much better than yours because you're not seeing like the whole, the whole story. And honestly, like, I don't, it's kind of easy to see that Amber's not like mother of the year. I think even like a 15 year old could like figure that out for themselves. From the jump is like, she's got red flags all over the place. Yes. It's five o'clock somewhere, you know, but she was like, who just has like a frozen margarita? <laughs> 3.30 thirty on like, I don't know, a Thursday? Yeah, it's not a hot look. I, I, I kind of wasn't down with that. I was like, geez, Louise. So, and I do think that Patty's relationship with her own mother, and there's also a different level because she's adopted, which Angela tells Amber for some reason, which is like kind of not a cool thing to do because it's not. It kind of it, it isn't. Maybe Patty didn't want that information shared with this woman she clearly does not like yeah so that relationship with her own mother where you see kind of i think where patty's uptightness or like high strong behavior comes from yeah so let's get into like a, a little bit about amber valone amber valone the parenting amber mm. valone, the the person amber valone the actor which is played by patty diarbenville i actually know a patty uh is diarbenville or darbin it's d diarbenville i think it's diarbenville <laughs> i've actually known about this actor for quite some time because she's a a kind of a interesting character from the sopranos 
Mm. It's Lady Shylock for the Sopranos heads out there. Uh, Lady Shylock is a uh, was a character that was in uh, Johnny Sachs crew that, and part of New York crew. Like she was like a, one of the gangsters that was like a female. Okay, and she's like the boss in New York undercover. Our TV show I also watched in the nineties. Maybe, maybe we'll do a rewatchable. <laughs> is there only one season? <laughs> I th- I think there's actually more than one season, but uh, New York undercover was a fantastic show. Uh, Malik Yoba, shout out, what's up? So Amber Blood is like that actor is like that famous but famous for television, like a character actor. Like, like a character actor, like that still works to this, to this day. The actor who played Hattie's mom, her name is Barbara Bain, mm. and she's been acting and been in stuff since the fifties. She's Cinnamon Carter from the uh, Mission Impossible TV show. Oh wow! So, okay, yeah. So that, that's like a like a big deal. So getting back to Amber, this is a big Amber episode. What are your thoughts on uh, on Amber Valone? Like I said, she's not winning any mothering awards. And being a mom is tough. I'm not, I don't have children. I can't speak to like all the work that goes into it, but clearly she's not doing like that great. She's got problems and she should probably be in therapy. It's it's not (laughs) great. And her daughter should be in therapy. I think uh, when the cops, like towards the end of the episode, that was a key moment in the episode in which like, she goes like, uh, and the police want to talk to you. And she goes again. Yeah. I mean, the child services, they get involved in this. Right, right. I mean, like, Rand, Rand is under 15 years old, so. And she's drinking and she had ecstasy. And it's yeah. not like, it's one thing, <laughs> drinking is one thing. But also at one point she says, when she comes home and she like breaks up the party and she's like getting ready, changing her, her work outfit into her day outfit for Rusty. She says, I told you about drinking in moderation. That's crazy, dude. (laughs) Which is like such a, I mean, it's like there, some people can't drink. And maybe Rayanne is one of those people. I I dated a girl who couldn't, who's like, who couldn't, shouldn't drink. And she hasn't drank now. She hasn't drank like six years. Good for her. I've dated, I've dated a Rayanne before. Uh, (laughs) I I thought she never listened to the podcast. We're not friends anymore, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Nothing bad happened. Um, uh, I don't know why we we even got there at this point. But yeah, I've dated a Rayanne before. I do have a major question in my notes. Okay. So tell me what Rayanne's next five years look like. Rayanne's next five years? Yeah. Does she make it five years with like her home life? There's like two, there's a fork in the road for Rayanne. And one road is her mom cleans up her own act mm-hmm. and Rayhan sort of separates herself from negative influences. And mm-hmm. then the other road is that she does none of that happens and she just continues on the path that she's on. Right. Rayhan's not getting into college. Rayhan's not getting Rayhan's not going to like a vocational program. Rayhan's Rayhan's life isn't looking good. It's, it's it's not it's not the best. I see Rand maybe becoming a uh, I don't know a cosmetologist goes to cosmetology school. Yeah, because either she sobers up mm-hmm. or she probably she probably ODs within the next like five or six years. ODs like because she ODs in this episode. This is a heavy episode of television. Was there ever a person in high school that you knew that was like a Rand type? Mm, I think where I was was like varying degrees of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Underage drinking, I think, where I went to high school like my town there was a lot there was a lot of it sure i was like too much of a nerd to partake in it <laughs> i thought you were the coolest person in your high school i mean obviously but <laughs> obviously i was the coolest person in high school. <laughs> you are doing a podcast about my so-called life so 
um, in my group, there was times where like some people got in like trouble for drinking while their parents were out of town. But I don't remember any incident like this. But that's not would, to say that there wasn't. I would, there was underage drinking going on that was probably sure. more than it should have been. I, I wasn't cool in high school. I, I was like, I didn't, I didn't become cool until like maybe like five minutes ago. But I, I wasn't cool in high school. I was cool adjacent. Yeah. Like, uh, I had friends that were cool. I went to one, like a couple parties that were ragers. This one was like a rager. And the one thing I remember is that Devin Thompson threw up on someone's car. Mm. And then she got arrested. Shout out Devin. Shout out Devin Thompson. Devin Thompson's <laughs> great. So friends on uh, social media. But uh, I remember Devin Thompson threw up on her car. And then, and everybody running, whatever the cops came, like at a party, everybody started running. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of, it was kind of fun. Like the, yeah, yeah. so I never went to like a full ranger in someone's apartment. That's one yeah. of the things I was like, that was kind of like, wow, this is a complete rager. As far as I mean, the episode, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say when she's like planning this party, <laughs> uh, party planner and she talks to. A man who looks too old to be in high school. That was crazy. He's like, I can get the pharmaceuticals. And it's like, sir, are you an adult? Should you be on this campus right now? Definitely definitely Matthew McConaughey, Daisy Confused vibes. (laughs) Too old to be there. Like, I love the age of these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. Very, (laughs) very, very interesting stuff. Megan, we've had some needle drops and we've had some needle drops. <laughs> but this episode <laughs> is loaded. Now we know we both know what the what the absolute needle drop moment is. They actually mm-hmm. probably play like a good part of the song. But I'm giving some other songs that are in the episode that are also dope. Julianne Hatfield, Spin the Bottle. What's up? I actually saw her concert like a couple months ago. The Lemonheads, mm-hmm. down about it. I actually saw them in concert. Julianne Hatfield opened up for them. What's up with that? Matter Rose, also another Julianne Hatfield song, but the song of the episode and in the running, one of the best songs that we've had in this series, Toad the Wet Sprocket, <laughs> Fall Down. I <laughs> was like so jazzed when the song came <laughs> up. And also the context for that song during the episode is this is when Rihanna is drunk and getting her talking to people to get alcohol to like get people to come to this party. So in a sense, she's falling down. When it comes on, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> when I texted you right when, when it came on and I was oh, like, yeah. tell the what's wrong. <laughs> I actually bought it. I bought the album. See, when you come over, I will play it. Okay. I bought the album, like, on cassette. Nice. It was, like, it was like $2. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually met the lead singer, told the Wet Sprocket, probably, like, eight or nine years ago. Talk about a lovely, lovely human being. Nice. Yeah, really, really nice. And I like the fact that he has a sense of humor about, about himself and his band. It's like, yeah, it's like, I know we weren't, like, the biggest thing in the nineties, but we had a nice little run. And I they still get to do shows. I don't have a day job, and I was like, you know what, man, you're all right. Because he leaves in a bit of like, yeah, we were rock stars. And <laughs> I was like, <laughs> blah, sir, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> sir. <laughs> was like, you are in a band called Toad the West Rocket. No, he was cool as shit. I listen to that song a lot. It's really good. When I work out in the morning, like if I'm doing like a video in the instructor has their own playlist i will like drown it out with my own <laughs> with toad the wet sprocket and, and, the and toad the wet sprocket is on there so we didn't get a lot from some of the other characters in the show we didn't there was no brian krakow uh, <laughs> oh 
I was like so happy because I know what's coming next yes. week. Yeah, there's like no Brian Krakow, no No Jordan. And no Jordan Calano. Jordan Calano was at this wasn't at this Ranger. <laughs> Did he have another obligation that he was? Uh Frozen Embryos is playing uh up the block somewhere. <laughs> and we we have like one, maybe two appearances of Sharon. Yeah. The fact I mean, that not Sharon's like she was getting an invite to that party. She wasn't. The fact that Sharon's hair was messy, was that implied that she may have had sex? That didn't cross my mind when I watched it. I thought maybe it was like windy outside or something. Or maybe I'm naive. Yeah, I think that's She's supposed to be like a... She's going to bang Kyle on like, in his car on like, in the school parking lot. Does that sound like our Sharon? Um... It... I think that's the, I think that was an implication of like in a sort of old school kind of like a, this person not sucks because uh, the hair was kind of messy. <laughs> there's, there's a moment in the show that I, I want to ask you about that like I thought was interesting choice of words or how it was used. So when Angela calls uh, Patty at the, at the party to help her out because Rand is overdosed, she says, mommy. Mm-hmm. She says it twice, actually, which I thought was an interesting way of of showing the fact that even though they're like it's an adult situation, which like your friends like overdosing and possibly dying, that these are still kids. Yeah. How did you feel about that episode and that the, the way that she said "mommy" when she called her? Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I stopped saying that probably like when I was like six, but um, probably yes. And I don't think I've used it since regardless of the situation. But I mean, I think it was more for the benefit of like the people watching to like understand like how like lost or mm-hmm. fish out of water that Angela was in that in that moment. Right. Angela, not a strong Angela episode. Uh, was can kind I just of- like say like, I have a note, Ricky's trying, takes Rayanne to the bathroom and is trying to get her to like stay awake right. Angela's just standing there and it's like you are so fucking useless like I can't, I can't I guess props to you for calling your mom because that is basically like the only major thing you did in this episode one of the things I, I have in my notes is like would you have called 911 first yes would that have made more sense yes I mean I understand maybe they're scared of getting in trouble but well, Honestly, I mean, your friend is like dying right now. Maybe call nine one one. I would have called nine one one first, but they also probably would have been arrested. Correct, but I don't think that would hold up in court. No, no, no. I mean, like, there's like, remember the movie Traffic? Ugh, yeah. Remember that when uh, I guess Topher Grace's character, like their pal, like over- overdoses, and they they drive to the the hospital and like try to leave him on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> don't recommend it. Call nine one one guy. They over like you're just like, it may be cool. You may have drugs on them. You just go fuck. <laughs> to be fair, like I've never been in this situation, so I don't know. But I'm pretty sure nine one one would be my first call. I think even a good, a, even a good legal aid attorney <laughs> could get you off on like those. <laughs> whatever charges they bring against you. Well, I mean, there's always, like, a story of, like, you hear about, like, someone overdosing and dying and, like, the people that were there with them getting arrested. Yeah. Because they were complicit to somebody's death. Anyway, we're getting far in the weeds with all this stuff. We both like this episode. Who is your biggest... Like, let's start with the bad first. Who is your biggest loser of this episode? My biggest 
a loser of the episode. And I only say this because she's an adult. It's Amber. It's Rayanne's mom. Like, Rayanne yeah. sucks in this episode, but she's a child. And, like, right. it's kind of a product of the circumstances that she's been raised in. And she's been raised by Amber. And Amber could use a parenting class. Yeah, Amber it sounds like a teen mom that may have been, like, that's kind of growing up with uh, Rayanne at the same time. Like, I can imagine, like, Amber's first, like, 20 years is very much like Rayanne mm. if she got pregnant. Because, like, it's, it's supposed to be implied that Amber is way younger than, than Patty and uh, yeah. your boy Graham. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they all look the same. They, they, I mean, like, that's just they probably are as actors. But, like, I think it's, <laughs> yeah. I think Amber is supposed to be way younger. Maybe, like, maybe, like, seven or eight years. Anyway, like a team mom, that, that, whatever. That is my biggest loser, too, for a lot of different reasons. I think the fact that she went out after her daughter was not a good look. Not a that's good look. That's pretty low, even for, like, the lowest of parents, right? It's, it's like, she's, like, getting ready. I'm supposed to meet Rusty in, like, ten minutes. And I can imagine Rusty is not a prize. Oh, no, right? no, no. <laughs> Rusty was a former roadie for Metallica uh, in 1985, so. Did they explain that in this episode? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving Rusty a backstory oh, in my okay. mind. <laughs> it's like, wow, I completely missed that backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rusty is a very, very old bartender at a uh, dive bar that they all that she goes to. <laughs> that was probably hot back in the day. It's like he's kind of like a like he's just like a guy. <laughs> Who is your big winner? The big winner is me because Brian Krakow wasn't in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what an incredible answer! <laughs> Outside of that. Um, the winners of this episode are Patty and Ricky because, I mean, Ricky's trying to do right by his friend, trying to be there for his friend, you know, tries to revive her by having to <laughs> throw water on her face and like slap her and keep her awake. Patty, because she came in and she knew what to do. This is a strong, strong, strong Ricky episode. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that he's not in it too much, but the moments that he's in it, you're like, oh, no, 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 he's... And like we thought, what we said, in fact, I was talking to a person at, at the bar last night where I work at. I said, like, if they were to reboot the show, it'd be told from Ricky's perspective because he's by far the best character on the show. Yes. That was a strong, strong Ricky episode. Yeah, I would like, I would, if they were to redo this, just an episode, it would be told from Ricky's perspective, watching yeah. watching the, the, the best friend, Ram, like, go through a ship. I had a tough time finding my favorite fit of this episode. A lot of bad 90s fashion in this, whether it was like uh, white people with dreads. That was that was a look in the 90s. Like you had like a I like terrible hats. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like, but in the 90s, it was like uh, bad music that went along with it too. Yeah. It was like grunge meets like reggae. <laughs> it was fucking awful late 90s there was always like a rock song or even like midnight there's always like a rock song with a reggae part yeah yeah it is and you're like it's like where the fuck is this coming from no one yeah, asked it's, for this it's like nobody asked for that ever <laughs> nobody's ever asked for that like oh yeah, i was like yeah that's kind of cool yeah i like that but, 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 you know what uh, makes this rock song better is <laughs> not i'm not saying there's something wrong with reggae i'm saying so, there's something wrong with white rock groups thinking they, they could add reggae into their, into their their songs you start throwing that shit in like rocks are like jesus fucking christ <laughs> wait a wait a wait a road a tune dude so i had a tough time with the fit by the way but i this is this is like an amber episode so i'm gonna go with that my favorite fit was i definitely like that floor length 
leather jacket that Amber mm. was rocking over the, the tan blouse. Yeah. The black uh, La Lacia vest. I think the leather jacket is a dope look anyway. Yeah. Like the black leather jacket. Yeah. From the 90s. I'm like, because it kind of got works with guys and girls. It's very much like a hip hop thing and like kind of like a 90s swag thing. So yeah. I'm going to get my favorite fit to Amber. I like that leather jacket. Okay. What about you? My favorite outfit was Patty's outfit when she came in and caught them drinking, but she was wearing like a black blazer, a brown button down blouse and black pants and like a thin belt. And she is pulling it off. She looked fantastic. I, I, I'm there with you. Uh, do we already do big, like a uh, big winner? Uh, big winner is Patty. Yeah. Yeah. The big winner is Patty. Uh, probably I was like, I didn't do my big order, but, but it's like, it's, it's a, it's a patty episode. I like the fact that she breaks down at the end of the episode, yeah. thinking about like people who that she reminded of, that Rand reminded her of, comes composed into the party. Yeah. In the, in the car, when she's talking to Angela, she says, I'm looking at where your life is headed and it like frightens me. And I think that's like a natural thing, probably for a lot of parents. Again, sure, not yeah. a parent, but not another parent, but don't <laughs> but, can't imagine, but can't imagine that that's like a, especially when you see them hanging out with um, someone like Rand. Yeah. Like one of the things I definitely asked you is like, what do you think like Rand's next five years would look like? What do you think Rand's and Angela's relationship looks like in the next five years? I think Angela's going to outgrow this friendship. Probably. Yes. It's a time and a place friendship. And it's already like, to be honest, it's a lot of friendship crammed into six months. I mean, it's... We've got, like, overdose. We've got some other... <laughs> we've, been, we've been locked at a school. Yeah. A stupid idea. Yeah. We've had the OD. Got sexually assaulted. Out, For the most part, yeah. At, like, outside of a club. Right. Kind of thing. So there's a lot going on, and I think eventually... You tire, unless you like love drama, which, you know, drama can be fun. It can be exhausting dealing with someone who is constantly in a state of emergency, (laughs) like Rayanne is. It's like, again, what this person, like their cell phones is like, I need you, blah, 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 blah. What's what's crazy is that Rayanne was like friends with Krakow. I can see Krakow being like the dude that's like, whatever you need. I can, I can, I'll come, I'll help you being that kind of guy. I don't know. I feel like after she didn't lie about what happened. That is true. <laughs> that Brian would be like, eh, I'm not helping you. You would think, but those two don't, they, they, they never learn. The uh, <laughs> Rand making out in the car, like, the same as trying to beat you over the head that Rand's kind of a disaster. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, we didn't need any more imagery to know that she, she's we a fucking know. mess. Yeah, we kind of did. And honestly, like, where is this, where are the adults in this school who... That could have been shut down immediately. Where are the, where are, where was, where's the principal with this bow tie? Where the pants at? <laughs> yeah. like, 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 I just, I don't know. That I mean, like, if there's, if you're throwing around flyers for a party... In high school, that gets shut down pretty quick. I mean, people can't even wear like a crop top without getting in trouble in high school. They're they're just like, oh, our students sell booze in the parking lot and like fuck each other in cars and plan parties and right. 
I got a couple things that I'm uh, just like I'm not I don't, I'm not gonna like nitpick or whatever because like I thought the episode was pretty good. I don't know if I thought it was great. The good episode I think it's great. This episode was like, uh, what time of night is the party, <laughs> and why they were able to go back to the right. other party, especially after the hospital. Right, right. So like, Angela's or like uh, Rand's party starts at from what time do you think? Six. Six. Well, it was November, right? So the sun goes down. <laughs> A little early, you have a little bit more. Um, She's partying, partying, partying. Yeah. She probably takes ecstasy at what time? 7.30. <laughs> she takes her first tablet of ecstasy at 7. And then she rusty, takes another one at <laughs> Rusty is supposed to mean Amber at what time? I don't know, five, in five minutes. I want to say they were supposed to meet at 8. Because right. I feel okay. like whatever job, was she like a pharmacist assistant? She's like, a what? physician tech. Phys- Excuse me. <laughs> is, that what, is that a thing? No, well, I mean, can you imagine her like oh, doing dude, what? <laughs> doling out medications. I'd be like, one, Yo, can... one for you, two for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, can we get can we get another person in there? Because I, I can't I imagine like, I... the the pharmacy closes at seven thirty <laughs> or seven and she gets home. She's got a you know, she's running late. All right, so cause walk walk me through the timeline. Ran ODs. Amber comes home. (laughs) Amber comes home at like 7.45. They take Ran to the hospital. At like 8.15. They leave the hospital around 9.30. The party is still going on (laughs) at the Chase house until like 10, 30, 11. I guess so. I mean, like, uh, whatever. That's fucking weird. But I like, mean, if I I'm thought... planning this, you gotta have, you gotta bake in room, like bake in time for a possible OD and hospital visit. Yeah, that was the one thing I was like, wait, I was like, wow. Well, yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it was a little. Um, is it even? It's not cool to throw a party at like six, right? When you're in high school, yeah. I mean, like you and I are. <laughs> yes. You and I have uh, are very very far removed from. High school parties. Yeah, I remember being in college, going to a party, and being annoyed that the party started. I was like, "Oh, it was like, what time are we going there?" It's like probably like they have to get there until ten. I was like, ten. <laughs> <laughs> ten. That's, that's how so, I feel now. <laughs> that's so late. <laughs> that's how I feel now. Somebody wants me to do something at ten o'clock. I'm like, oh. like what? I'm like what? At 10? Yeah. I've already taken off my makeup. I'm in my pajamas. Like, I'm, like, fired up, uh, like, a Keanu Reeves movie. I gotta be there at 10? Oh, my God. It's so late. So, yeah, like, so your timeline actually kind of makes sense. Uh, Rand's party probably started, like, 6. Which is so weird, but okay. That's a good way to end it. That has been episode 10, Other People's Mothers. At the end of every episode on this podcast, Megan, I do ask you, what is your prediction for this season going forward? Well, I already know it's a Brian episode next week. So uh, I, me, I, I actually know that now. too. <laughs> tell me now. I I'm actually not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. It is a Brian Krakow episode next week. I, I, I see... Uh, Arf. Because we were watching on Hulu, so like, uh, yeah. and I would just automatically play, and I was like, so I'll, I'll know what it is, and I'm like, oh, I think the episode is called Life of Brian. So. Yeah. It's a crack episode, which we're not. Boo. Super <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crack episode, so like, not a lot of things to talk about actually next week. Listeners, I am George. That has been Megan. This is uh, the No Season 2 Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Episode 10, Other People's Mothers. See you guys next week. Bye.